0: Ho ho ho! Now I have a machine gun in sports betting, and that machine gun is my bookie. Whether you are new to online sports betting or a seasoned pro, my bookie strives to give you the absolute best online betting experience. And the good news is that my bookie is in a giving mood this holiday season. Sign up now, make your deposit using the promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN, and my bookie will match you halfway to give you a head start on building your bankroll. You put in two hundred, you get an extra hundred dollars to play with. Treat yourself to some extra cash in your pocket this holiday season support degeneracy at the same time it's not just winter season it is winning season so bet win and get paid with my bookie absolute sports betting degeneracy hey everybody arch
1: here and it is thursday after the after the early show i almost said main show early show so we're talking ufc with mason what's going on brother
2: how's it going man i'm doing well how about yourself
1: oh man can't complain at all can't complain at all good so uh how have you been
2: i've been well Bit busy life towards the end of the year but as we know that's how it's always going to be to wrap the year off
1: right right you're a student just so everybody knows so you're really under the gun Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> oh man how's school going
2: it's going well i'm well when we go back in january we're going towards the exam season but apart from that do, doing well doing well that's good
1: that's good how are the how, how are the ladies in college
2: um can't can't complain I, I can't complain arch yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. all right that's good i don't think i'm as much as a ladies man is our other guest that use that's usually on james but yeah i don't think anyone is
1: no no one is no one on earth is, is a ladies man <laughs> like that
2: <laughs> oh
1: oh man uh so yeah no james today unfortunately he's uh He's indisposed, I suppose. Who knows? Maybe he got Corona again. Maybe he's just, he keeps scoring on Corona.
2: That'd be a bit unfortunate, that one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, but we're going to, we're going to press ahead regardless. So let's get to it. First up, we've got the main fight.
2: Devinson Figueredo versus Brandon Moreno. I can't wait for this fight. Well, it was only a couple of weeks ago since we last seen Devinson and Brandon fight. Brandon against, again, Brandon Royval. Great fight. I, th- I think it was early rounds, I think it was first or second round finish and then Devinson against Alex Perez could- couldn't ask for a better win for the man. I think it was second round submission for the guy and as we've seen with Devinson, very fast, very talented and with people in the flyweight division, they're going to be fast anyway because they- ju- that's what just out of the bill. I think I'm really looking forward to this. I think Brandon, as I do like watching him, but I don't know if he's going to be able to Challenge Figueiredo. I don't see anyone at the moment that I can think of challenging Figueroa. I don't even think if the fight had have happened, Cody Garbrandt would have won the fight. I don't think that would have happened. I think Figueroa is going to be in in the title line for a for a while now, and I th- I th- I'm re- I am really looking forward to because as we've seen with Figueroa, he's I think this is his fourth fight of the year. He's fought Benavidez twice, and obviously Alex Perez. I think he think all three fights he finished. The first one, I think he, I, I can't remember. I think he missed weight. So obviously the title didn't change to his hands. Second fight at Fight Island, he won. Obviously a couple of weeks ago, he won against Alex Perez. Can't, can't ask much more from the guy. I'm going for a figure out of third round TKO. I just think he's too fast and too powerful for Moreno.
1: Third round TKO. Indeed. All right. No, I think you're probably right on this one. It looks to me like Devinson is just, he's clearly the, the better fighter. He's paying minus 325, minus 315 in that range. And mm-hmm. the way I look at it, I think you could just straight up money line bet him. I think he's got that big of a, a chance to win. So yeah. I, I would definitely want to back him. Uh, for your TKO, you're getting minus 150. And if it happens to end in the third, that's a plus 750 right there. Ooh. That's not, not bad. bad. Not bad at all. Give me
2: that one.
1: Follow D- T. D- yeah, I'm going to follow you on the TKO. I think this one probably does end early. Uh, The question on the sports book is, does the fight go the distance? Yes or no? No is minus 300. So (laughs) it looks like it's going to be an early stoppage. And I think that favors Devinson.
2: Indeed. Indeed.
1: All right. So no judges can hurt you this weekend on that fight, Mason. No,
2: as long as Ben Cartlidge in there, I don't (laughs) think the judges will do too bad a job. All
1: right. What do you got next
2: up? Next up, we've got the return of El Kakui, Tony Ferguson against Charles Oliveira. And again, I'm really looking forward to this fight. As I said to you before, I'm really stumped on this one. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I don't I don't know if Tony's going to be able to get back to the best of his ability for, after the beat and he suffered from Justin Gaethje. But as we've seen, anything's possible in the MMA game. Charles Oliveira... Great, great fighter, a great athlete. He's got the ability. I think he's got the ability to put Tony away, but if that happens, remains to be seen. I think if it was, f- I'd preferred this to have been a five-round fight night fight because I think we we deserve five rounds of this fight and not just the three that we're getting. But nevermore, we're getting the fight, so we've got to be grateful for that one. I think Tony. I, well, Tony's one of the strangest fighters I've I've ever watched. <laughs> so so off so the and watching the UFC embedded series this week so far, he's asked several people to ask him who his coach is. They ask him, he's not got one. And when a guy's training for world, well, fights on the world stage like this, and he's not even got a full time coach, you, there's got to be a screw loose in there somewhere. No, oh, yeah. no disrespect to Tony, but I I. I'm really stumped on this one. I think the beating that Tony did suffer could play a part, but I'm I'm really not sure. I've gone I've gone for a Tony decision, but I wouldn't be surprised if Charles Oliveira pulls this one out. Tony decision, indeed. You think it's going to the full
1: three? Yeah. Okay. Let's see here. I, I mean, I think Tony's going to win the fight as well. He's minus one seventy one odds, so no surprise there. But I don't know that I don't know that I can totally discount you know Charles here. Yeah, I'm looking at this. Man, he's only he's only he's a plus 147, which means he needs like a better than 40 percent chance to to win to warrant mm-hmm. a bet. Man, I I gotta like that. I'm gonna I'm gonna follow you on the decision. I think you're probably right on the money there, and I want to moneyline Charles on the back end. So you know, I want to yeah. just bet Charles to win and follow you on the Ferguson decision. Uh, your mm-hmm. Ferguson decision is getting you plus 275.
2: Okay. Right okay.
1: There. So that's not bad. Not bad at all. No. All right. Next, next up, next yeah. up
2: um, Renato Mussiano versus Raphael Fiziev. I think I, I probably butchered that, but we move. I, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm I'm not too sure on this fight. I think it could, it, well, with all the fights on here, I, I, apart from a few exceptions, I think it could go either way. a <laughs> light, light, lightweight bout. Both guys very talented. Quite powerful and quite fast. I think Mosiano he's had quite a number of submission wins and he's also had his share of the decisions as well. And I've, I'm, I'm really not sure. I think it depends who turns up on the night. As we've seen with both guys, again, they've got the ability to turn up, but if they do, it remains to be seen. Rafael Fiziev, I'm sure he's only had the one loss in his career so far. And... I think he has. He's on a two-fight win streak after that loss. He's come back. He's shown what he's made of. He's a very powerful guy. He's got multiple stoppage victories. So for that reason, I'm going for a Rafael Fiziev second-round TKO.
1: Second-round TKO. All right, let's get you in there. TKO in the second. This one looks to be a really good fight. Uh, mm-hmm. It's minus 155 for Rafael. Uh, plus 134 for Renato. Man, <laughs> I honestly don't know who to back on this one. How confident are you feeling? Let's feel you out. How confident are you feeling?
2: I think I'm I'm 50-50 on this one.
1: It's tough. This one's a really yeah. tough fight. Indeed, indeed. Let's see what you're getting paid here. You're getting paid, Rafael. Plus 175. No, excuse me. Plus 225 for an early stoppage in the second. Plus 850. Ooh gotta follow you there gotta follow you on that <laughs> and then probably just because i don't know you know how to play this one necessarily throw a little money line action on the opponent so yeah yeah looks good there's a couple fights on here and we got one coming up next that it just uh, this tough tough
2: oh kevin holland and ronaldo Jaccaré souza this fight it's got the works to be a full-out war as we know Jacare is a He's a really good fighter, legend in the sport. But at the moment, he's on a two-fight losing streak and he's fought the likes of Jan Blachowicz and Jack Manson in his last two fights. But Kevin Holland, no guy to be messed with. He just wants to fight this year. And with last weekend's card, it was Hamanson and Vittori. Originally, that was scheduled to be Kevin Holland in there. But unfortunately, he I think it was him or one of his cornermen came down with COVID, so that fight had to be scrapped. And now it's Jackeray and Holland at UFC 256. Holland, he's fought four times so far this year. He's won all four, with three of them being stoppages. The one fight that could be questionable is his fight against Darren Stewart in September against one of our fellow English guys. <laughs> a, lot of, a, lot, a lot of people, including Darren, and I'm, sh- I'm sure Kevin Holland was kind of like suspicious on the result. He was wasn't sure if he won or lost. That fight could have gone either way. But oh for, fortunately for Kevin it did go his way. And last time out we seen him against Charlie Ontiveros on the Anderson Silver Uriah Hall undercard and he won that. And you what he's doing this year, you can, you can't you can't deny it. it's not well, it's what you want to see from every fight. They just want to fight, they'll fight whoever, whenever. It's got a kind of a Tramayer feel. He'll fight anyone, wherever, whenever. I'm really looking forward to this. Jack Ray, again, like we said, he's a legend in the sport. Fortunately, he has lost his last two fights. He's not won since 2018, and that was against Chris Weidman. He's not had the best of looks so far. His fight, he's had the fight with Marvin Vittori, cancelled to make way for this fight, because Marvin fought last weekend, now Kevin's fight in Jacare. And he's had two fights this year where Uriah Hall scrapped Unfortunately, I think, I can't remember if it was Jacare or one of his corner men. Someone in his camp was diagnosed with COVID, but both guys have the ability to knock each other out. I'm really looking forward to it, but I'm going for a Kevin Holland third round TKO.
1: Kevin Holland third round TKO. Got it, man. Got it. Like, like I said, this one is, uh, well, the odds right now. Let's start, let's start from there. Uh, Kevin is minus 102. R- Ronaldo mm-hmm. is minus 112. So, and it, yeah, some flip books have an even 110, both sides. So yeah, this is all, this is a coin flip. It's the, the biggest coin flip of the day. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to ask you again, Mason, how confident are you feeling? Is this uh feeling pretty good?
2: Or are you worried? I'm more confident on this one than the last one. I just think Kevin Holland's activity this year has been, is the main decided factor for me. I think he's been in there so much. Like I said, this is the fifth time we've seen him, but Jack Ray, no fault of his own. He's not fought last year and i just think the activity is going to be on kevin holland's favor i think he's going to be in there sharp prepared and yeah third round tko
1: mm, very good no, i like it man i'm gonna follow you here um uh, there's so much value there you could slice it up however you wanted like uh you know you could you take kevin holland and uh and ronaldo to uh you know tko each other or submit each other or you could take both into decision or you could even combine you know probably yeah. three of those and, and see what you could come up with so the the, the fight is that even
2: mm-hmm.
1: Whew, all right uh, you're getting paid 333 for the early stoppage and plus 2000 if it happens mm-hmm. to end in the third there right. it is right there right. yeah man
2: all right next up sure. junior santos and cyril Gain. of course is that what you've got I'm... Mm-hmm. Um, <sighs> I love watching heavyweights. I'm excited for this fight on the Cyril game part, but for De Santos, I don't want to sound one of them people, but I think it is it is time to hang up the gloves. He's done He's done what he needs to in his career. No no disrespect to the guy, but he's not challenging the likes of Francis or anyone or Stipe for the title anytime soon. He's for, former champion. He's had the wars with Cain Velasquez, so I don't think there's much more in the sport for him to accomplish, but... No, know fighters nowadays, if he gets, if he does end up getting cut from the UFC, he'll end up going to somewhere like Bellator or somewhere else. But I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing Cyril gain in there. Very, very good prospect. Unfortunately, he's had four fights I think this year cancelled due to whatever reasons. Obviously, he's not been able to help them. I think this, this fight's got everything for Cyril gain to win, and every. Well, nothing much to lose for DeSantos. Gain is a very pow- very, very powerful heavyweight. He he can submit you, he can knock you out. Without any heavyweight, they're gonna have a lot of power in their hands, but his last win came against Tanabosa in December of last year. He won that by decision. I'm really looking forward to this. I'm going for a Cyril Gain, first round TKO. Cyril Gain just
1: hands him his ass right out of the gate.
2: Ah so.
1: okay. Uh, I think you're probably right uh, Cyril Gaïn is a minus 427 favorite mm-hmm. and uh, Junior is plus 328 ah oh, man I, I can't I can't envision a scenario where Junior wins this fight somehow I just think he's going to get his ass handed to him
2: indeed so, yeah, but he's so, got the ability now Junior does, does Santos first round TKO now I look
1: yeah he does he does <laughs> uh Ooh. So man, your uh, your serial gain TKO, correct? Yeah, first round right. minus one sixty three. So you're still not you're still not making much money off that one if it happens. No. So uh, no. I'll end up following you on the TKO. The first round is plus two hundred. Mm-hmm. So even it's a pretty small payout for for yeah. be, predicting the round. So whew, this looks to be brutal, brutal. <sighs> I'm wondering if I should throw just a few bucks on Junior Dos Santos just, just in case on the money line, just in case he gets a lucky shot in there.
2: Knowing the looks of my picks over the past <laughs> couple of weeks, it's got the, it's got the ingredients for Junior Dos Santos to pull it out of the bag now.
1: All right. Well, I'll money line a, few, a little bit on Junior just in case, and then we'll, we'll follow that TKO and we'll, we'll make money no matter what. How's that
2: sound? Yeah. 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 Sounds good to me.
1: We're going to take a brief pause in the action to talk about my bookie make your deposit using the promo code absolute and they'll match you halfway to give you a head start on building your bankroll put in 200 get an extra 100 to play with joining and depositing is a simple process and it's quick but more importantly when it's time to get paid that's quick too and you don't just have to take my word for it i brought back our expert gambler to give us his testimony <laughs> You see, you see, how can you argue with that? My bookie,
0: guess who's back, back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right. DGN's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie, but just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to twenty-five thousand big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid.
1: Promo code absolute djen, do it. Next up.
2: I've got Cup once versus Daniel Pineda. Correct. Both guys, legends of the sports in their way category featherweight. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to this, but at the same time, I'm not. I think both guys, they're a bit past the prime now. Daniel Pineda, obviously, he's back with the UFC. He did go a period where he was not with the UFC for a couple of years. Fought on Bellator, Fury, PFL, the likes. He's now coming off a five-fight win streak, I think, but thats in, he's not lost in his past seven fights too was his over turned to a no contest. His last fight, UFC 252, Herbert Burns, elbows from Crucifix round two. Um, I am looking forward to this, but at the same time, I think when guys are past the prime, past the prime, there's no, no saving the career in the most respectful way possible. With Cope Swanson, with Club Swanson, he's obviously he's won his last, he won his last fight, but after that he went on a period. I think four or five losses in a row. But I'm really, I am with most fights. I'm looking forward to them, but this one, I am. But it's just both guys. They're both past the prime. I really don't know. I think Daniel Pineda's probably got the edge just based on his recent run of form, five wins, not lost in his last seven, but on paper it's classed as five wins due to the 2 no contests. I know Kub Swanson won his last five, but before that he lost four in a row. I'm, I'm going for a Daniel Pineda second round submission. I just think he, the both guys are past the prime, but I just think he's going he's gonna to edge Edge this, it's going to be a scrap, but I think he's going to get a submission in there. So I'm going for a Pineda second round submission.
1: Pineda in the second round. All right. Uh, this opened up a uh, Pineda minus 125, and then just took right off. He's minus 163 now. Cub Swanson opened up a respectable plus 109, and now he's plus 141 now. So once Vegas let them the lines out, the money guys just grabbed it and ran with it. And looks like Pineda is the <laughs> clear favorite. I do think he's going to win. I agree with you, but I think that's they're asking too much for him. Yeah. Uh, Let's see if we can find some better value. Pineda, if he ends the fight early, you're getting plus 137 right there. That's not bad. Mm -hmm. Uh, In the second, plus 600. That's much Mm more. I I can handle that. So I'm going to end up following you on that one. And I don't think I'm going to back it up with anything. I think Pineda does win the fight. We just need to find some more value. So let's hope that he uh, finishes his fight early.
2: Indeed. Indeed.
1: All right. (laughs) Next up, what are we looking at?
2: I've got Mackenzie Dern versus Vienna Jandaroba. Um yes. This fight, to be fair, no disrespect to the women's division of the UFC, but it, unless you're up there with the big names, I don't think most fans are going to be looking forward to this one. But this one, I'm I, for once, I'm actually really looking forward to one of the women's fights. They're both very talented on the ground. I think either one of them or both of them are black belts in jiu-jitsu and I'm really looking forward to it. Whenever you get two very talented jiu-jitsu artists in the cage, it usually ends in a submission. But this one, I think it does go all three rounds, but I think it's going to be a masterclass on the floor. I'm going for a Mackenzie Dern via decision. I think it's going to be very close, but I think she'll edge it. All
1: right. Decision for Mackenzie. Mackenzie opened up minus 169 and then just took right off again. She's minus 192. Mm -hmm. Uh, Verana opened up plus 145. She's plus 164 now. So, uh, man, I think you're right. I, I do think McKenzie wins the fight. No, no shock there saying that minus 192 is going to win the fight. But again, yeah. this is a case where it's. I think it's way too high, way too high. Your decision mm-hmm. with McKenzie gets you plus 275. So that's mm-hmm. that's definitely more, more doable. I like that. But here's the interesting thing that jumps out of me. Decision win for McKenzie is plus 275. A decision win for Verana is plus 240. So oh. she's got slightly shorter odds to mm-hmm. make the decision. So in my mind, let's just decision both of these ladies. <laughs> let's just yeah. let's just grab a piece of both and uh, turn a profit no matter what. Although I think you're probably on the right side, Mason.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it annoys James that I end up taking both fighters. He wants, <laughs> he wants hard predictions and I'm just trying to make some money.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Next right. door. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Billy Quarantino versus Gavin Tucker. Amen. I probably butchered the last name of Billy, but oh well. Billy Quarantino, Gavin Tucker. I'm, I am looking forward to this one, it, like most of the fights. I think both guys are very talented on the floor again. Billy, he's not lost in his last, I think, seven, no, sorry, eight, eight fights. His last fight came in, uh when was it? September, sorry, against Kyle Nelson. He won, he won that via... Uh, TKO. I'm um, both guys are very talented. They both can get the submissions, they can both get the TKO KOs, but whoever gets that does remain to be seen. I'm I'm liking the look of Gavin Tucker in this one. I know Billy's not lost in eight, but I'm I am really looking forward. I think I think Gavin's got, got the ability to put him away. I think he's a bit bit faster and I think he's a bit better on the ground. It's going to go to a submission, I think. I'm going for a Tucker third-round submission, and I think it'll probably be a rear naked choke. Ooh,
1: third-round submission. I like it. Ballsy. Indeed. Uh, yeah, it's good. And you, these guys opened up even. Minus 107 both sides, minus 110 both sides, and then it just took right off. Billy is now minus 164, and Gavin is plus 141. So yeah. whatever the money guys out there, when they saw this fight, they took off on Billy. And mm-hmm. man, I think they're right. When I looked looked at these numbers, it looks like Billy's going to win the fight. So, yeah. but I love that you're grabbing an underdog. I love it. <laughs> so let's see here. You are getting for Gavin. You are getting uh, plus four fifty if he's able to end the fight early. If it's in the third, Mason t- plus twenty two hundred. So. Oh. Yeah, let's do it, man. Let's. Uh, I I gotta follow you there. I yeah. gotta follow you there.
2: Can't say no to it. Like that.
1: Although you know, I do think Billy probably wins the fight.
2: <laughs> yeah, I I, I, lo- I love my underdogs, as you know, Arch. No, <laughs> no,
1: and I'm with you. I I, I think you've you've got to look at underdogs as much as you possibly can. You're not going to make any money eating eating the uh, favorites all the time.
2: Indeed, indeed.
1: You think it? <laughs> do you think Billy could end the fight early, or do you think this might go decision? Oh. Or
2: oh yeah, I think Bill- Billy. Both guys have the ability to end it whenever they want. I'd ju- I just gone for a wild guess of the third round by submission. I just think either guy has the ability. I'd, but as you know, with predictions, you've got to pick someone and when. Yeah, so yeah. it just turned out to be Gavin Tucker in the third by submission.
1: All right. So if we're grabbing plus 450 on Gavin, uh, which I'm going to do, I'm going to follow you on that early finish. Mm-hmm. I'm al- I can also grab Billy at that minus 164 and still turn a profit if either one of those hits. So I'm going to moneyline yeah. Billy, and I'm going to follow you on Gavin. You got me with the greed, because I need that. I'm, I'm a very greedy bastard. You know but <laughs> I, I also think Billy's probably
2: going to win. <laughs> I don't blame you, Arch.
1: All right, what what, what do we got next up?
2: Um, next up, I've got Tisha Torres and Sam Hughes, and unlike the other women's fight on this card, um, I'm going to try to say it as respectful as possible, and <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be paying much attention to this fight. I think it's going to be quite. Uh, I I'm trying to say it in the nicest way possible. I don't. I think it's going to be quite boring fight, quite lack, lackluster. But as we know in we MMA, this knowing 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 what I'm saying now, this will turn out to be fight of the year. But I, again, I don't see that happening. I, I'm just going to keep it short and sweet. I'm going to this decision. I'm not not too sure, not too excited. But I just think she'll let the decision.
1: Whoa, Hughes is going to get the decision?
2: That's, I've just, uh, yeah, I I think so.
1: You think, wow. Well, it went from boring to interesting. (laughs) I don't have, I don't have any prop bets yet because the fight just got announced just yesterday, I think. Um, Mm -hmm. Tisha is minus 450. Sam Hughes is plus 350. Oh. Huge. This is, this is upset, man. This is, you're calling a a huge upset here. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I'm gonna end up following you because you know <laughs> I'm, the decision win on Sam Hughes is going to be astronomical. Indeed. Well, I'm, I'm gonna end up following you on, on some level there, and when, when we get the prop bets, we'll take a second look at this and see. But ooh. yeah, plus three fifty upset. I love it, Mason. Good stuff. Good stuff. What do we got ne- next up? Yeah,
2: next up I've got Sergey Spivak versus Jared Vanderar. Like I was saying about the Junior Dos Santos fight, I, I do love watching the heavyweights just because any moment, any time, even if it's both guys have got nothing left, you can just see a flat-out knockout mm-hmm. coming at any time. Sergei Spivak, I think, very, very talented guy. He was supposed to fight a fellow Brit in Tom Aspinall, I believe, back in October, but unfortunately that fight did not materialise. His last fight he won against Carlos Felipe, but obviously... I don't know. This is this is gonna be a tough test for Sergei. But Jared is no guy to be messed with. He's won his last two. In his last fight came in the contender series in November, I believe, mm-hmm. against Harry Konsokka. He won in the first round via TKO and I'm I'm really looking forward to this. Just because I think this this fight I don't think goes the distance. I'm going for a Jared Vanderaar first-round TPL just because I think he's, he's, he's a very more powerful guy than Sergei, and he can submit you and knock you out. So a fighter that can do both, you can't complain.
1: Hmm. All right, this is another one. We don't have the prop bets set up mm-hmm. yet for it because it's, it's such an early fight. Um, Jared is plus 195, and Sergei is minus 233 right now. So Sergei's a respectable favorite. You've got him, t- getting, you've got him getting knocked out in the first, huh?
2: Yeah, I've got Jared first round TKO.
1: I love it. I'm gonna end up following you because it's 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 gonna pay. It's definitely yeah. gonna pay. Uh, so once we get the prop bets out, we'll take a second look at this. Yeah. But, uh, good stuff, man. I love it. You're calling some you're calling some shots here, Mason. <laughs> you're calling some real shots. James Indeed. would be throwing a conniption right now.
2: Indeed. He's he he's pulling his hair out as we speak.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, next up, what do you got?
2: Well, I think this is this is the last fight. Well, first fight tonight, but the last fight for us. Chase Hooper versus Peter Barrett. Mm-hmm. Chase Hooper, very, very talented kid. Fortunately, he did suffer his first loss last time out. But I think he's going to be more determined than ever to get back in that cage, like get get that winning feeling back. I don't know if P- Peter Barrett's going to be the guy to stop him, but I do believe it's going to be a good fight. I think. I think Chase Hooper will be quite dominant in the fight, although I do think it will be a good scrap. He can he can TKO you, and he can finish you. He's very fast. He's very powerful. And after his last, last fight, obviously, he's going to want to be in there more than ever to avenge that loss. And I'm going for a Chase Hooper decision. A
1: decision. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chase Hooper's a massive favorite. He's mm-hmm. minus 346, although he did open up minus 400 and now Ooh. he's minus 346. So it's gotten it's gotten better for him. It's getting worse for Peter Barrett. He opened up plus 310. And he's plus 275 now. I don't know that everybody really thinks that Peter Barrett's going to win the fight. I think that's probably just they're taking their shots. They, they, you know, they want a value bet. They want to make some money. Yeah. Because I, I do think Chase Hooper comes out and I think he dominates him. I think you're probably right.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Chase Hooper to win by decision does get you the
2: plus 300, though. That is is a nice profit.
1: It's a nice profit. Chase Hooper to win by KO, TKO, or submission is minus one hundred and fifty. So there's that. They think that's probably more likely. I'm definitely going to follow you here. Yeah, one of your underdogs is going to hit, and then we're going to make bank.
2: Well, it's It's just it's just a matter of time till these um, plus (laughs) two thousand bets come through.
1: Exactly. We just (laughs) need Gavin Tucker to win in the third, and man, that's an easy street for the rest of the night. Indeed, indeed. Hey so that is it that's the full card there
2: good stuff yeah the penult- penultimate card of the year right. and this is, this is, like like we've said this is a really good card but ne- next week is i think i think a lot of eyes will be on next week's card as well but as we know we'll we'll find out about that on next week's show but this week's card i'm really looking forward to the return of el kakui devinson figuredo back again i think three weeks after his last fight and all the guys on here, you, you just can't count out in any of the fights. Kevin Holland again, back for his fifth fight of the year. But th- this card's got all the gems to be an absolute cracker.
1: Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. And uh, yeah, man, I'm, good luck. You've got some, you've got some good picks out here. I'm, I'm looking forward to cashing in some of these big ones. 100, 100. All right, Mason, you're still over. You guys are still doing the uh, Sports Sesh podcast.
2: Yes, I think next week we're going to try film two episodes, and then we're going to. Call it for the year and end the show on 30 30 episodes. And, yeah, I think we're going to get two two out next week. We're going to try our best to anyway. But, yeah, 30 episodes to end the year.
1: All right. Well, you tell James when you see him. I don't care how hot the ladies are. expect him to show up for the UFC podcast.
2: 100%. And he can't can't miss next week, seeing as it'll be the last one of 2020.
1: That's it. We're going to close it out.
2: 100%. It's
1: going to be fun. All right, Mason. Get the hell out of here.